It's Meteorological it's Monday, Monday on the Weather Jazz Podcast. Weather, weather, whether you like it or not. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth, science, and even periodically some off-topic things. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Berlinger. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 253 for Monday, November 1st, 2021, brand new month. And you know what that means? We will review last month coming up a little bit later on in the program today. But first and foremost, uh, I'm going to tip my hat to Thor. Uh, Last week, he uh, was one of the individuals that gave me his uh, top songs with a weather title in it. And also in the email that he sent, he said, uh, it would be great fun to have Weather Jazz just a little more interactive And Thor, I could not agree with you more. And that's exactly why I set up the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. Obviously, if you don't want to use the telephone, that's fine too, because I have email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. So I'm going to go ahead and give you another interesting question. Hopefully, this one is really just an icebreaker and a very easy one at that. And Virtually everybody who is downloading and listening to this podcast can participate. And I hope at least half of you do, because typically I have a couple hundred people listening listening rather to any one episode. So given that, here is your assignment today. Call the uh, podcast Audience Connect line, 234-525-5888. And here is what I would love for you to contribute. Think about this before you call and then call. What is your favorite month of the year and why? Favorite month of the year and why? And hopefully we'll get lots of interesting things, a nice cross-section of the Weather Jazz audience that is out there. And maybe even... Somebody who thought, well, gee, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's another good reason to like this month or that month that I did not pick. So let's have some fun with that. Once more, the podcast Audience Connect line, 234-525-5888. And you can always go to the weatherjazz.com page, click on the contacts at the very top, And you can pull all of that information right to your desktop so that you can make that call. Okay, uh, we are now past peak foliage across northeast Ohio anyway. The peak foliage has begun to push south. It is now in central and southern Ohio and parts of West Virginia. 
and some of the higher elevations of Virginia, too, near Lynchburg, between Lynchburg and Roanoke, and along the Blue Ridge Parkway. What a pretty, pretty place that is right about now. And uh, really, for the next um, 14 days or so, the first couple of weeks of the month of November, if you ever have the chance to drive down there. And you can make it a day trip or even an overnight trip somewhere, do an Airbnb somewhere in uh, Virginia or West Virginia, and then pick up the Blue Ridge Parkway and drive it. Uh, And there are plenty of overlooks and vistas If you stopped at every single one of them and took in the scene, you'd be on the Blue Ridge Parkway for quite some time. But uh, you might want to be selective, pick a few and uh, something looks interesting, get off of the parkway into one of these little vistas or openings or parks. And they're all terrific. Sally and I have done that a number of times, especially when Noah, our son, was going to Liberty University down in Lynchburg, Virginia, for his extended fall break. Uh, He would have to do some work, and while he was doing that work in the library, Sally and I would travel down the Blue Ridge Parkway and enjoy that. So the peak fall foliage is settling south. I did something on Twitter this morning, and uh, I also shared it, I think, on my Facebook uh, page. Let me see if I can find it. Aha, I have it, and it was a tweet that I did at about uh, 10 o'clock this morning, and it was the following. I said, I was looking at the trees over the weekend thinking that there is a quiet beauty to the landscape, and if the truth be known, I like the past peak landscape, and making reference to the fall foliage being past peak, I like the past peak landscape better than the pre-peak or even near peak. There's just something peaceful about it that I can't put my finger on. Do you feel the same way about it? It's a past peak, but there's a, a real beauty about it. I've always felt that way, that past peak has been a very peaceful time. And indeed, it's late. Usually, we hit past peak the last week of October. Here we are now in November. And it's just barely past peak. Very, very uh, pretty time of year. Now, before we take the break, I do want to mention that we've got some colder air coming in for Northeast Ohio. For those of you who listen to Weather Jazz from Northeast Ohio or even Western New York or Northwest Pennsylvania. And that's where some lake effect may actually begin mixing in with some wet snowflakes. Now, there are some computer models that are actually indicating some very, very light accumulations of a half inch or so. Uh, And one was a bit more aggressive, calling for two to three inches on grassy surfaces. I don't think it's going to be quite that aggressive. Uh, But it would not surprise me to see a little candy coating, especially on grassy surfaces. And vis-a-vis a little bit like, Uh, what we're seeing in Kearney, Nebraska today. What I should do is uh, post a picture from the Nebraska Department of Transportation cameras. And Kearney, Nebraska, by the way, is right in the center of Nebraska. And they have a light candy coating of snow. You can see the, the grass blades through it. And really, in my humble opinion, it's the best kind of snow because it doesn't accumulate on the roadways 
yet it certainly is very, very pretty as you drive about. Some of those very first snowfalls can be very, very pretty. Okay, when we come back after the break, I will look at October. I'll break it down for you for those of you that like to do some numbers crunching. My guess is you already know where that one is going to go, but we'll go ahead and take a look at the specifics anyway. Some interesting weather data across the globe in terms of the highest wind gust last reported in the last 24 hours. You may be surprised, but then again, you may not be. We're going to travel to Iceland, not because of anything that happened recently to Fagradalsfjall, which is the volcano. It's pretty quiet right now, but uh, I will highlight some really cool video on weatherjazz.com, episode number 253. And I'll also tell you what we have up and coming this week on the Weather Jazz podcast on Wednesday and again on Friday, planning some cool things. And I hope they all uh, come to fruition. And I've got some interesting ideas too. Always looking for your ideas as I frequently mention to you at the tail end of every episode. I'm looking for your ideas. And some of them are very, very good. And I do pick them up. Just like Thor's idea of being a little more interactive. I'll remind you again after the break how to get involved with uh, this question that I have for you this week. Be right back. Welcome back. And we're going to talk about the winter weather outlook, at least in capsule form. What I mean by that is coming up later this week, I'm trying to arrange a time when Scott Sable will join me live on Weather Jazz, and we can get weather nerdy on you and talk more about the winter weather outlook and what goes into it. You see, on television, we essentially have about two or three minutes to tell you what really should take a half hour because... We have uh, so many variables that uh, go into it, and it's very difficult to get into the nuances or get into the weeds of how a long-range forecast works. As you know, an outlook like that, a seasonal outlook, is unlike a forecast because a forecast, at least the ones that we show you on television for the next 24, 48, 72 hours and beyond, we get very specific sky condition the temperature, forecast highs, forecast lows, wind speeds, all kinds of variables. Well, we can't do that with a seasonal outlook, as you probably are very well aware. We really concentrate on more of the flavor of the season. Will it be colder than normal? Will it be warmer than normal? Will it be snowier than normal? Will it be a snowless winter or near snowless winter? Let me tell you this, we have had an unusual number of winters now, consecutive winters, including and up to last winter, the winter of 2020 to 2021, that have highlighted either just below to well below normal snowfall. We've had six of those consecutive. That's not happened since we've been keeping records at Hopkins Airport since 1871. Well, the airport wasn't there. The uh, observations in the 1870s were held in downtown Cleveland and then finally moved to the airport when 
and shortly after the airport was built. That certainly made a lot of sense. But suffice to say, we've never had six winters where the snowfall has been below the 30-year mean. Will we see a seventh? I doubt it because statistically it shouldn't happen. Now, that's not to say that it won't. Um, Certainly, stranger things have happened. However, um, if you'd like to see a little bit more about uh, what we forecasted, go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 253. I have posted for you our television three-minute segment that we had last Friday on the winter weather outlook and some of the variables that went into it. But hopefully later this week, I'll have Scott Sable come in and join me to discuss some of those variables and some of those nuances to a greater degree for those that really tend to like to get into the weeds of a seasonal outlook. And I will tell you this much, out of all of the Weather Jazz podcasts, both in season one and season two that I've done, over the last 17 plus years, the ones that draw the most audience are, in fact, those that deal with the winter weather outlook. So hopefully uh, episode number 254 will be with Scott Sable. I'm trying to arrange that now. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Make sure that you come back and uh, hopefully we'll have that for you. And if not, it's always going to be engaging anyway. Well, let's talk about the month of October. We just left the month. It ended at midnight last night, and the numbers are officially now in. October 2021 finished 5.7 degrees above normal. That's significant. Remember that anything outside of plus or minus 2 is considered abnormal. And in this case, abnormally warm. We just never overcame that front half of the month. We had uh, temperatures that were near records. I don't believe we hit any records, but we were close several, several days. Now, precipitation-wise, we were above normal by 1.29 inches. And that's no surprise either because we had a couple of really, really wet days in the month of October. It wasn't spread out all over the place. But we had uh, two or three events that were certainly very notable and produced uh, some local flooding. The only night that the temperature slipped into the 30s was on October the 24th. We went down to 37 officially at Hopkins Airport. And I'm sure many of you saw overnight low temperatures lower than that if you're in areas outside the city. Well, I told you about some interesting weather data about wind. In the last 24 hours, the highest wind gust that was reported out of every single station, not just in North America, not just across the Northern Hemisphere, but we're talking about the entire globe. It's probably no surprise once I let you know that it occurred on the summit of Mount Washington. And that, of course, is the site of the strongest surface wind gust ever, 231 miles per hour. That was way back before I was born. And the highest wind gust in this case, in the last 24 hours, occurred there. And it was 84 miles per hour. Certainly uh, not a very friendly day in terms of wind. Uh, That's Certainly a new and exotic hairdo that awaits you for any mountain climber going up 
to the summit of Mount Washington yesterday. However, the summit of Mount Washington also came in as a first place winner in another parameter. Mm-hmm. Visibility. Now, it may have been windy, but the visibility was 110 miles. At this time of year, when you have a clean west-northwest wind cleaning out all of the pollutants, you can see all the way to the main coast. And the observers at the summit of Mount Washington, with that kind of visibility, probably able to see the Atlantic Ocean this morning. Okay, one more interesting tidbit it deals with Fagradalsvjak in Iceland. Now, it's been pretty quiet for a number of weeks now. The eruption seems to be over there. However, the Reykjavik Grapevine, which is an English service news organization for the country of Iceland, is a fascinating one. They put out this morning a really cool compilation of 4K video of when the lava was at its peak. And if you want to check that out, go to episode number 253 of weatherjazz.com and scroll down and you will see what they are calling the Fagradalsvjak Lava Postcard. Highly recommended. It only lasts about three or four minutes, but I'll tell you what, it's well done. They use some drone video as well as uh, some video shot by some of their crew as they went up uh, to the observation areas when Fagradalsvjak was the, uh, the most active. All right, one more thing before we go. A reminder, I am looking for your call. Let's make this work. Let's make this very interactive. And I'll be looking for very creative ways to make it even more interactive, to make it more interesting to listen to. I am looking for your favorite month and the reason why it is you picked that month. Please call me. The number is 234-525-5888. And let me know what your favorite month of the year is and why. And of course, you can send me an email to weatherjazz at yahoo.com if you'd rather not call. But my preference is to have your voice on there. I'd love to use some of your contributions on Open Line Friday. Well, that's it for this Monday. Hope you enjoyed today's fun episode. Help me to spread the word, especially if you get into a conversation with somebody about favorite months, let them know that I'm looking for favorite months. And again, call my Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line at 234-525-5888. That's also the place where you can call and leave me suggestions, your input, a question or a topic suggestion, or just to say hello. And, of course, I will see you tonight on Fox 8 News at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online, live at fox8.com. Had a little trouble posting the player for fox8.com live, so if uh, you can just simply go to fox8.com and do that and click on the Live tab. Or you can go to my other public website, andrebernier.com, and click on the Watch Fox 8 Live link at the very, very top and watch it there, too. So there are a number of ways to do that, just in case you don't live in Northeast Ohio. Okay, we're going to see you Wednesday. Let's uh, see if we can 
pull the strings and get Scott to come on board and talk about the winter weather outlook with me. That is uh, hopefully going to be what we talk about. Always a very interesting podcast episode, to say the very least. So we'll see you then, right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.